This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Post-match chat with chaps for that Millwall podcast where it finished at the MKM Stadium. Hull City won, Millwall nil. Another weekend, another Millwall loss, another away trip to Hull and another 1-0 loss. That's now just three victories in our last 14 league games. No victory in our last four and only two goals scored. And um, it's not looking good, gents. <laughs> Ladies and gents, I should say. Uh, it really is not looking good. Um, the The first half performance today for me was... Incredibly poor. Yes, Hull, very good side. I'm sure we'll talk more about it. But it's it's not looking good. And teams around us are winning. Huddersfield won 4-0 today. QPR won away at Blackburn. Other teams are showing that they can get results. And yes, Hull is not an easy game for us, uh, You know, especially with the, the, the squad they've got. But we've got a difficult run in of fixtures now. And we've got to start putting results on the board. Because if we don't, we we will be in that relegation battle, um, unfortunately. But look, you know, let's as always, let's let's get into it. I'm recording this straight after, uh, by the way. So it's now um ten past five. So I'm literally recording it straight after. So I've not watched it back, I've just seen it live, I've not um listened to any interviews, I've not looked at socials, so this is just off the cuff, my opinion, one take and just sort of saying what I what I think on it. So uh, the team. So five changes today. Uh, five changes. Um, and if I'm honest, it's probably close to the team that I would have picked before the game, in reality, g- given who's available. So uh, apparently Nisbet is is injured. Um, so no no Nisbet available. But he, he starts with Sarkic in goal, a back three right to left of Tanganga, Harding and Cooper. Hutch is on the bench. My assumption he's not fit enough to start. Uh, brings Murray Wallace back, which I think is the right call, given how bad Joe Bryan has been in terms of his errors that he's made recently. Norton Cuffey on the right-hand side. Uh, the two centre midfielders that I guess we've all been asking him to play, which is Casper uh, Denor and George Saville. And then a front three of Michael Overfemi getting his start with Duncan Watmore returning from Milnes and Ian Fleming. And in reality, you can't, with, with what's available, you can't really argue with that. And on paper, as good as as good as Hull are, and, and by the way, just before I get into this, if there's any Hull fans listening, I've seen quite a few comments from Hull fans saying, how, I guess, putting our budgets on a par. 
they're clearly not. Like, I'm sorry, mate. If you can sign the likes of Carvalho and Zorori and, you know, Ohio on loan, like, yeah, budgets are worlds apart. You know, I'm sure um, Seri's costing you a few bob and all. So, complete tosh that our budgets are, are close. You, you're going for it and fair play to you. Um, you've got a, a, a good squad, clearly a good young manager. And I personally think you will be in the top six. But um, I actually don't think you were that good today, to be fair. I don't think there was that much in the game. And that's what makes it more disappointing. But anyway, going back to what I was saying, that's the team we put out. And on paper, I honestly felt that it's a good side. Like on, on paper, when you look at the team, I feel as though in terms of players that are top half championship players, my opinion, when fit, Michael Obafemi, Zian Fleming, I think Duncan Watmore, if fit and firing, could probably get into that bracket. Casper Denor, Savile probably just about. I think we have a lot of loyalties to Savile and I love him, but top top end championship, maybe not. I don't know. Um, Norton Cuffey, yes. Uh, Murray Wallace, probably not. Cooper and Harding, no. The keeper, no. Tanganga, yes. So my point is, what, what I'm trying to get at is that's probably as strong as an 11 we fielded for a long, a long time and probably stronger than any 11 that we fielded on paper than when we had Rowett. Of course, some of that has to be caveated because I don't think some of the players are fit. Um, and and we, we start the game um, and I think after two or three minutes, it's quite obvious that they're, they're going to they're, they're be on top. But the goal that we concede, I don't know if it's four or five minutes, is again just a calamity of errors, and to me, there's there's three three players that need to take the blame, um, and it's not Tanganga, um, I think. And again, you have got to bear with me because I'm just recalling from my memory. I believe that Denor's first header is really poor. Sells, I think it's Tanganga short. Then Harding, again, terrible pass. Uh, I can't remember which way round it was, but both of them really poor in terms of just basic things. And then it's a super shot from Zaruri, um, hits the bar. But Sarkic is so slow to get up and move across the the the, the goal. Philogene actually does handball it, so it shouldn't count anyway. Um, but he then puts it into the bottom corner. And whether Sarkic would have got there anyway, I'm not so sure. But he kind of takes an age to get up. And then his starting position to dive is like not in the middle of the goal. And it's it's just it's just Paul round from Harding Denor. Obviously, it should have it was a handball and then Sarkic. It, it was it was it was a really poor goal to concede. And I think yes, the pitch was terrible. It was probably the worst championship pitch I've seen for a long time. But it's the same for both sides. And I, and I do think it affected the game. I think that the um, there was only there was a handful of shots on goal. I've got the stats in front of me here. You know, we only had one shot on target, which was right at the end. They only had two shots in target in the whole game. So I think it did impact the game. Um, but it's the same for both sides. And the amount of misplaced passes we had throughout the game was just horrendous. And the back three in particular uh, were, were, were certainly more at fault than others for those sorts of misplaced passes. So, look, they, they go 1-0 up and nothing really happens for that first half. Um, yeah, it, it was one-way traffic, but they didn't really create much. 
it was a really weird game. I have to say that the first half, I felt that they dominated and at times their possession and their, what's the word that I'm looking for? Their dominance in certain areas of the pitch, obviously in our half, it was almost embarrassing at times. It was, they, they had so much of the ball territory. That's what I'm looking for. They had so much of the ball in the territory. It was, it was awful. And they probably, although they probably didn't deserve their one nil lead because we gave it to them, they could easily, in terms of just pure dominance, they could have easily been one or two nil up. And we went in at half time and we just didn't, I think, uh, Carl Bates on the, 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 uh, Millwall, Millwall TV said we didn't lay a glove on them and we didn't, we, we didn't do anything. It was just, it was really poor first half from us. We, we, we didn't get into the game in any way, shape or form at half time. We make a substitution. Michael Obafemi comes off. Tom Bradshaw comes on. It's a weird substitution for me. I, d- I don't get it. it. That that either tells me that Michael Obafemi is is only fit to play half, and Tom Bradshaw is only fit to play half. Maybe they've only got forty five minutes each, and that was always going to be the plan. And I guess it's what way to start it. But it it just felt like a weird change to make. I do think Bradshaw had much more impact on the game than Obafemi did. Um, not sure that's all down to the individual because I felt that the first half we just couldn't get out of our half. It was it was bad. Um and then I felt the first sort of 10, 15 minutes of the second half was neither here nor there. I think it was kind of sort of a lot played in the middle of the park. And then we bring on Joe Bryan and George Honeyman for Murray Wallace, who was treading on thin ice because Philogene had him he, he, he brought Philogene down once and then from that point onwards it was it was only going to go one way unfortunately so Murray Wallace went off Joe Bryan come on and George Honeyman come on for George Savile and I, and I honestly felt from that point onwards from like the 58th 60th minute and then Romain Essay come on a little bit later for Duncan Watmore that we can we say we dominated the game probably we dominated possession um and I felt that we were much the better side. But again, without really creating anything, the, the, the chances I've noted down here um, was, uh, I think our best chance probably was 68, where Fleming does superb work to just sort of roll the defender, sell him with a dummy. And then Ryan Alsop, who incidentally we had at Millwall and never played him, not even once, um, who's their first choice goalkeeper and played pretty well, to be fair. He collected everything. They play a very high line, including the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper's miles out. Um, and Fleming, really unlucky, just sort of tries to chip him, lob him, and it, it hits the, the the roof of the net. But I thought that was probably our best chance. Tanganga had a header on 75. And then Bradshaw had a couple of nearly moments, one towards the end in particular, and then another one where the ball was cut back and he tried to sort of just flick it towards goal. But, you know, let's be honest, we didn't really create any clear-cut opportunities. And... That's the thing that I'm now concerned about. We scored just two goals in four games. And we, we just, I don't know, we, 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 don't, we don't look like we have a real plan to break teams down. And each game in isolation, you can say, oh, that could be the reason why. So, like, for example, today, we haven't really got a fully fit striker. That's one reason. The second reason is Hull are a very good side. There's no denying it. Um, but there's always a reason, you know, and it's starting to concern me. We've got Coventry away next week. We've got some really tough games. And as I say, other sides are winning around us. It's it's um, 
it's definitely worrying. And we're being sucked right back into that relegation zone. I remember saying before the three wins in December that if you think we're not in a relegation zone, you need your head tested. We then got the three wins. I think we probably all got a little bit carried away. And now we've not won since then. We've won three games in 14. Um, I think Joe Edwards has now been in charge for 15 league games and he's won four of those 15. Um, I don't know Rowett's record before. but Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Can we say results have changed? No. Uh, is that the manager's fault? I'm not, necessarily, I'm not necessarily suggesting it is, but there's something not working. Um, what I would say, you know, is we go there with a game plan and the game plan gets undone after four minutes because of just stupid individual errors. You can't blame Edwards for that. Um, you, you really can't. And I felt the second half performance showed a lot more intensity and intent of what we were trying to do. Um, I was quick to say that SA didn't make an impact in the last game, but I felt he did today. And I felt he was one of the more positive sparks. But that first half performance was just woeful, wasn't it? It really was not very good. Um, but honestly, like, usually these last 25, 30 minutes, it's not going to today because there was nothing to talk about in terms of the game. It was a really weird one, as I say. They only had two shots on target. We had one. Nothing really happened. They completely dominated the first half. From pure dominance alone, probably should have had at least one or two. Second half, we're probably unlucky not to equalise without really creating anything clear cut. And I think that's the overall uh, the overall sort of summary. I think what I will say in terms of players is um, I'll just spend a bit of time on the players then. Uh, Sarkic, I, I'm really struggling with him. He, he's... He flaps it a lot. The amount of basic things that he takes more than one time to collect the ball. He'll come out and get a fist to it, but he won't do it properly. His kicking is not as good as I think we hoped it would be. Um, I I just... He doesn't look like a 1.2, 1.3 million pound goalkeeper for me. Um, and I would imagine in the summer... I, I don't know. I I, um, I don't think we would have done much worse with keeping Bart for this season and investing next summer. Put it that way. And I, I'm not. I don't mean to dig out players or criticise. I want the geezer to do well. He seems like a top lad and he speaks very well. But he's he looks very poor for me at the minute. Um, I hope that changes. And I'm sure confidence plays a part. If you're you're not winning games, you're not keeping clean sheets, and there's not much confidence flowing throughout the team. I'm sure it rubs off on the keeper, but at the moment, he doesn't look great. Another player that doesn't look great, and I think we've probably got a little bit carried away as a fan base, uh, is Wes Harding. He, his distribution in recent weeks has been woeful. Um, he, he's, yeah, no, I'm sorry, but he's there's a reason why he's never played for a, a sort of a top championship side, and he just makes too many individual errors. I don't think he offers enough outside of that to, to to warrant it. So I think, you know, players like Sarkic and Harding either need to improve quickly or they need to be moved on, um, which which won't be easy in the summer. 
if we want to get to where we want to get to, I guess is my point. Uh, Tanganga, I thought was okay. You know, I don't think I don't think he was brilliant, but I think he was okay. He definitely is getting better. You can tell he's getting fitter, and he needs to. I think he's going to be a very good player for us and someone we're clearly going to need. Um, I'd like to maybe see him play in the centre when Leonard's fit. Um, sort of Tanganga in the centre or Hutch, obviously, if he's available. And then Leonard on the right-hand side. I think I think Leonard's missed hugely. Um, I know he's only a eight, nine game man and then gets injured. But I think he he really does offer something that no one else does. And it, it, until we can replace that with Leonard, I think Leonard has to start when he's fit. He wasn't on the bench. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's, he's not he's not close just as of yet. Um, Cooper was probably, it was better than Harding. But again, he just does things. His distribution wasn't great. I, I recall on 52, was never a penalty, but he just push. He puts his arms on the players' back so much all the time, and it winds me up. I don't know what he's doing that for. Um, he, he, he's so clumsy, Cooper. He really is. I'm not saying he was t- dreadful today because he wasn't, but he's very clumsy in my opinion. Um, and by the way, just as to say my opinion, last week I got quite a few comments from people. It's my opinion, right? That's all this is, and everyone's entitled to an opinion. You are. I am bloke around the pub is entitled to an opinion. You don't have to agree with it. Always give me your opinion. Let's keep it constructive. That's all this is. I think ultimately it's, um, that's what football's all about. Everyone's entitled to opinion and it's it's subjective. So, um, you know, if I say something you don't agree with, that's a talking point, right? <laughs> it's not, a, it is what it is. Um, anyway, um, so, and then moving further forwards, I love Brooke Norton Coffee. I hope we sign Brooke Norton Coffee permanently. But he was very poor today. Very, very poor. Nothing he did come off. Um, and the best thing he probably did was come off, to be honest. It's one of them days for him. I felt for him because nothing he did. There was We got into a really good position in the second half and his ball was terrible. And that summed him up. He had one of those days. He's a, he's a good player. He's a good prospect. And I think the championship is his level. But um, he, he was uh, he was poor today. Uh, on the left-hand side, Murray Wallace was okay. Didn't really impact the game too much. But once he was booked with Philogene, who's probably one of, if not the best wing in the league, it was very difficult for him. Um, and I felt that we, we needed to make the change that we did with Joe Bryan coming on. When Hull have got players like Philogene down one side and then down the other side, Ryan Giles and Zorori, I mean, it's no wonder our wing-backs didn't do very well because we weren't able to inflict anything going forwards. We were more worried about going backwards. The two centre midfielders, um, I was desperate for them two to start. I don't really feel they lived up to that kind of billing. I thought Denor was better than Saville, but he tired towards the end of the game. Saville is probably my favourite player at the club. So when I say this, it comes from a good place, but I thought he was very poor in the first half. He just didn't really do anything. Um, I thought he was poor, and I don't. I don't think he did any better than Honeyman or Mitchell could have done. And, and that's just me being honest. Like I say, I Sam was probably my favourite player at the club, um, but I thought he was very poor in the first half. I thought Honeyman made a big difference when he came on. Um, some of his forward passes, spraying the balls out, and then sort of trying to drive the ball forward into into feet. I thought he was. I thought he made a big difference. To be fair, and and maybe the 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 midfield pairing for. Coventry should be Denor and Honeyman. Um, the front three, Obafemi, I don't know whether it was his fault or not. I don't know, but he, he didn't get into the game at all. 
I don't even know if he touched the ball, to be honest. I'll have to look at the stats. Uh, what more? Did okay. Huffed and puffed, tried to get us up the pitch, but didn't really have much luck. And then I'll come to Zian Fleming, who, in my opinion, was easily our man of the match. Um, any opportunity we did have, he was central to. He created probably the best chance of his game, of the, of the game on his own. And I personally, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I felt he probably worked harder than anyone else on the pitch. He retained the ball the best. He did look like the best player on the pitch, in my opinion, uh, even with all of the riches that that Hull have. Um, with, speaking of the riches that Hull have, I, I and I'm not just saying this to be bitter because Hull were a better side than us. They deserve to win. So any Hull fans listening to this, I didn't think Hull looked that good, actually. I expected them to look a lot better. I don't think Carvalho was that particularly influ influential. That's the second time I've seen two fan up front and I, I don't rate him at all. I really don't rate him there. He's got 65 caps for Turkey. I don't know. Maybe he's better than what he shows against us. But they, they look like a central striker away from being a very good side. Uh, whether that's the Ohio bloke that they brought on, who's meant to be highly rated. Obviously, they've got Adama Trorio, who's at the African Nations. Don't know. Um, they're, they're, they're very, very good defensively. And they weren't before Rosinha got there. I think they had the worst defence in the league before Rosinha got there. And now they're, they're definitely in the, in, the, in the top eight. So... They look very resilient defensively. I think uh, Jones and Greaves are, you know, sort of seasoned, tough and centre-backs. They look pretty good, everything we gave uh, we gave them. But, you know, their front four of, of Philogene, who is a quality player and how they got him permanently, fair play to, to, to them for getting him permanently. But the likes of him, Carvalho, Zorori, who was a constant thorn in our side in the first half, it's a, it's a good, it's a good attacking, uh, you know, I was about to say front four. Don't rate too fan, but it's a good it's a good attacking side, and I, I honestly think they'll get in the playoffs. But I don't think they were as good as I was kind of expecting them to be, which is weird because they dominated the first half more, but without really creating anything clear cut. Maybe it's the pitch. Don't know. Maybe it had more of an impact than we thought. Um, I thought SA was a bright spark when he came on, as was Joe Bryan. Actually, I thought Joe Bryan did pretty well getting forwards, put a couple of nice balls into the box as well. Had some good intent. Obviously, at that point, we're attacking, so he's always going to look good. It's when he goes the other way that he doesn't. And I felt SA really tried to assert himself on the game. A couple of misplaced passes, ball went out for a throw, but actually some of the stuff he did, he kind of brought... Uh, we Because of the possession that Hull had, we needed players that could be more comfortable on the ball and get out of tight spaces. And he definitely showed that today, Romain SA. Um, and maybe there was a little bit of extra for him because I, I do believe that... Um, Peter Rook, 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 whatever he's called, did uh, report that we actually rejected two bids for for um, Romain Essay from Hull. So maybe he had a little bit more of a bit between his teeth for that reason. Who knows? But look, we go away to Coventry. Um, and for me, again, it depends on what's available. But I think what the changes I would make, I probably wouldn't change the goalkeeper, although I, I think we need a new one, but I'll probably keep him in. I would keep... Uh, Tanganga on the right, I bring Hutch back in in the centre. Harding goes out. Hutch captain, Cooper on the left. Uh, Brian or Wallace? That's a difficult one. Not sure. Might be inclined to stink, to stink, to stick with Muzzer. Uh, Norton Cuffey wasn't great today, but we'll give him another go on the right hand side. I'd start Honeyman and Denoy in the middle, and then probably the front for it depends on who's fitter over Obafemi and Bradshaw. But that's the kind of team I would I would start. And then SA would certainly be getting more minutes. I don't think he's done enough to start a game. He's, he's come on once and made an impact. But I think 
Uh, he does himself no favours with, with some of the things he did when he came on. So I'll leave it there. 22 minutes. Um, thank you very much for listening. Another weekend ruined by Millwall. Thank you very much. Um, and I can't see us getting anything at Coventry either. But look, uh, thank you very much for listening as always. Really do appreciate it. Please do like, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. Um, and try and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks again. Bye for now. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.